0: Hey everyone, Mario Parecca here, and I am joined as always by Ela Crane, and we'd like to welcome you to the Peaceful Ease podcast. There are a few different ways you can get a hold of us. I want to mention those right off the top. 424 625 5562 is the Peaceful Ease hotline. Again, 424. 424- 625-5562. Give us a call anytime. Leave us a message, any questions, ideas, thoughts that you have that you'd like Ela to comment on. We're happy to hear from you. You can also email us, podcast at peacefullease.com is the email address. And of course, peacefullease.com is the website. Ela, how are you today? I'm
1: good. It's actually evening here.
0: <laughs> oh, it's You're always <laughs> in the future. I keep forgetting that. Because <laughs> usually when you're in the States, you're in the past now I know. <laughs> you're in the future you're a real time traveler
1: yeah and i'm staying in the future for a while i think i'll be in europe this winter
0: that's fun that's going to be a lot of fun you're going to see a lot of cool things and have a lot of great experiences europe's such a beautiful place
1: yeah and since we spoke last i've been to berlin and i've been to prague and i'm back in switzerland now and it's really nice here the weather is cool And I really feel at home in Europe, especially in Southern Europe, like Italy, France, and Spain. I feel that's where I belong, the Mediterranean coast.
0: Did you make sure you caught up with the cows when you got back?
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We had a kind of meeting and catch up, some drinks all made of milk. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's one
0: of the things, you know, cows drink water. A lot of people. I were know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was also expecting to see purple cows here, you know, like in commercials. but yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you're back. It's great to talk to you again and be back recording the Peaceful East podcast. While you were on your travels, we actually got a very nice phone call that I would like to bring on from the Peaceful East hotline. And I'd like to have that play for you so that you can hear it and then give some commentary on that. So if you're Ready to rock and roll, we'll go ahead and get that call and play it up. Yes,
2: please.
1: I'm excited. All right.
2: My name is Suzy. I had the pleasure of meeting Ila a couple months ago at a time in which I was actually feeling pretty lost and confused my whole life. I feel that I've been very centered and had a very clear view of the person I was meant to be and how I reflect in others, and life, I think, took its course on me, and I got to a point where I started to feel very confused and very lost and no longer felt like I was reflecting the way that I wanted to reflect. It took a long time for me to realize it. I think I just got wrapped up and caught up in the negativity of it and became more of a complainer than doing anything about it. And little by little I started to recognize it and seek help to get myself back to where I knew I was supposed to be. So I went to a therapist, uh, individual therapy, but one of the places in which this was manifesting was in my own relationship and it was very scary because it was at a time when I had decided or we had decided we were going to get married. And to be in this crossroads during a time in which I didn't fully feel like myself was incredibly difficult. So my fiancé and I actually went to therapy together. That was one of the other sources in which I tried to, again, find myself. And it wasn't until I met Hila that I really kind of opened my eyes as to what was missing. Ela has a way of just embodying peace and everything that I'm looking for. And when I met her, I knew she was special. I felt like I've known her forever. And she just made it very easy to almost completely remove all of the mundane things that had brought me to that kind of lost place. And she helped me really dig deep and just really take a very clear look at myself and what I was meant to be, and I am still there. She asked all the right questions. She was empathic. She actually allowed me to bring my fiancé with me in one of the sessions, and that was so impactful and meaningful to our relationship. Ela has been amazing in helping me identify really who I really am and not identify, but really recognize, recognize that no matter where I am in my life, everything that I want to be is still there. It has been amazing to have had couple interactions with her. It's only been about two or three, but they have been incredibly impactful. Listening to her podcast has been a beautiful reminder of my experience with her, and I'm so excited to continue to share this with my friends and all the other people in my life that I know could really benefit.
0: So that was the message from Susie. So Susie, thank you so much for calling into the Peaceful East Hotline and sharing those profound thoughts and your experience of meeting ela It was just really, really... For me to listen as an outsider was super incredible. And I just, you know, because I feel the same way. When I met Ela it's like we've known each other forever. So I know exactly how you feel it to a certain extent. And so I can really relate to that. But Ela, I want to turn it over to you and just let you talk about what you just heard from Susie.
1: Yeah, it's such a beautiful and heartfelt message, isn't it? It's just... I really felt like Susie was here with me, almost like saying these things. And thank you so much, Susie, for this message. It really means a lot to me and also to our team who makes it possible to kind of produce this podcast. And thank you for your encouraging words. And I do remember when we met, I really had the same feeling like Mario described that we have known each other for so long and that we had so many similarities in kind of in our approaches to life and the way we see things and i remember very clearly you said something like oh i just want to be where you are i want to do what you do and it made me smile because i could see you already being there and you have been doing what i have been doing all your life Throughout the sessions, you know, we discovered that you've been inspiring people, being the sunshine in the family and guiding your friends. And maybe things may have changed when you had to turn inward, which we all do. This is what I'm doing in Switzerland in some ways, turning inward. But then it just took a few questions to kind of changed that perspective because you were ready again to turn outward and help and inspire and shine. And I was so happy. You know, like, my job is priceless when I can help people like Susie and Frankie. And I think they are married now. I think by the time we air this episode, I think they will be married. When I met them, they were like just just engaged. So it's so nice to see how their relationships strengthen through these few sessions we had. And I'm grateful that I met them because they're both so intelligent, intuitive, and connected. And sometimes you just need someone to ask you a few questions and then that's it. You remember the path, you remember the way. And I'm grateful for being able to do that with people like Susie and Frankie. So thank you so much for your message. Let me
0: ask you this, Elo, why do you think that there's certain people that we meet in life that we just have that automatic connection to that we feel like we've known forever. And then there's other people that we meet that maybe we have a lot in common with, maybe we have common interests whatever, but it just doesn't have that same type of connection and feeling right off the bat.
1: Yeah, good question. In essence, I believe we know each other, whether we feel that connection or not, like we are coming from the same place. We don't remember what place that is, but we are almost like maybe distant relatives somehow. So with everyone I meet, I kind of keep that in mind, whether I like someone or not, whether I feel like I have this deep connection or not, that we are all coming from the same place. But with some people, yes, you do feel like, I just know the the spirit of this person, the essence, you know, (laughs) like, and that creates this beautiful bond. And I don't know, you can answer this question in so many ways that you could answer it scientifically and say, oh, well, just looking at circumstances and energy, or you can answer it from a spiritual perspective. And I think I believe that some of us have met before I mean it could be I don't know in in a different form it could be on this planet maybe on a different planet it may sound like science fiction now but I do believe this is not our first time here it may be our first time in this particular body that we individually own but we've been here I personally feel I've been here many times and I think I will come back many times. And in this journey, perhaps you and I, Mario, perhaps we've met before we've met. So I would like to think of it like that way, because it makes it somehow like a cozy family being here and meeting each other.
0: It's so fascinating to think about these kind of things. And one of the questions I have is you said that you feel like it's not your first time here, and I've always had that feeling too, ever since. I can remember in like kindergarten specifically when I was maybe four or five years old and feeling like I've been here before. This, is like, this isn't new to me. I've done this. But my question to you is, if that's the case, if we've been here before and we've done this before and we're just experiencing it differently, are there people out there that are doing it for the first time, do you think?
1: <laughs> first time is what? In human form, on this planet, I feel... There are so many other possibilities out there that we don't know of, you know, like so many other planets that may be life forms or so many other, maybe realms, universes that we can't even observe. Who knows that even if somebody is new on this planet, they may not be new. <laughs> Does that make sense?
0: It's interesting. You can think about it from so many different ways and perspectives that it can kind of make your head hurt because there's so (laughs) many different possibilities and things out there.
1: And it's funny you say that because just the other night, I had this dream, but I was like, you know, sometimes as you're falling asleep, you're still kind of awake, but you start dreaming. So you could hear the noises in the house, but you're also simultaneously somewhere else. And in this dream gonna sound so silly but I was a dolphin (laughs) and it was so wonderful because I felt so much joy I felt like kind of like held by the water around me in such a safe way. And I could swim like a bullet so rapidly and without any effort. And I had this dream like a dolphin where I was jumping out of the water and splashing on my tummy and and making these screaming cute noises. And I felt so much freedom. And when I did scuba diving, when I got my license, the first time I dove into like 30, was it 30 feet, Uh, I think the initial licensing. I really felt at home, deep, deep under the water, which was weird. I felt more at home, deep in the ocean than I feel on land, And I thought, okay, perhaps I lived many lives in the ocean, under the water, (laughs) that could explain. But it could just be a random feeling, but really, maybe it's growing up in Turkey and swimming before I could walk. That gives me that sense. But that dream made me think, ah, perhaps I've been here as different animals too. Perhaps I was a dolphin, who knows? It was just a random dream, but it felt so comforting in a way. That's very interesting to be a dolphin. I've never thought about what
0: it would be like to be a dolphin. So that's a good <laughs> that's image. I'm, now I'm thinking about it. So put it that way. That's yeah, why I'm so tonight
1: like, you are going to have that dream. <laughs> I
0: may. I may. And if I do, you'll be the first person I call. <laughs>
1: yeah. So yeah, we could have a dolphin conversation together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's right. Dolphins do actually talk to each other. Yeah. That's the interesting thing. I've read that they actually have their own quote unquote language where they communicate they're very intelligent animals.
1: Mm-hmm. I think they are one of those rare animals that recognize themselves in a mirror. I don't know if they tasted this. but
0: It's <laughs> interesting. Very good stuff. Ela. thank you so much again for another great episode. I mean, thank you to Susie as well for calling in and being part of this. I mean I always get so much out of it and I think the fact that that connection that you foster and you know just being cognizant of it and how what it feels like to connect with someone even if it's the first time it might not be the first time and knowing that and keeping that in mind you know because I think we feel like Sometimes it can be if you're out in public or you're in a new situation, it can almost feel a little scary or overwhelming at times to meet new people, to be thinking, oh, I wonder what they think of me, or I wonder what their perception is, or I wonder what's going to happen when we talk. But if you have that belief and that feeling that you've already met and you're just reacquainting, reconnecting, getting to know someone for the umpteenth time or another time, I think it can alleviate a lot of that and help us connect at a deeper level, which is really what I think we all want in some form or fashion.
1: Yeah. And just remember that just seeing everyone you meet as a part of a very big family will really change your relationship with everyone and will really help you, especially in those situations like when you're giving a public talk or when you're kind of in an event where you don't know anyone and you have this kind of discomfort around meeting a big group of people at once, just see them as a very big family that is so big that you haven't met these members yet, but then it will help you connect with them and it will ease that anxiety of being the newcomer in a group, basically.
0: Absolutely. Hila, thank you again. This has been so much fun. I can't wait for the next episode as always. And you know, thank you to Susie again for calling in. It's been great to have her feedback and interaction. And it makes me feel like I know you a little bit better as well, Ela, just hearing your interactions with other people, knowing that the experience we had isn't a unique experience. It happens to you all the time because that's just who you are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, thank you, Mario. And thank you so much, Susie. It means so much to me that you called up to say all this. Thank you.
0: And I want to thank everyone for listening and remind you that you can reach out to us just as Susie did using the Peaceful Ease hotline, 424-625-5562 is that number. And you can also email us if you'd like to do that, podcast at PeacefulEase.com. And don't forget to check out Hila and everything she's up to at PeacefulEase.com. For Ela Crane, I'm Mario Pereka. Thank you again for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you on the very next episode of the Peaceful Ease podcast. Thank you for listening to the Peaceful Ease Podcast. If this episode resonated with you, please share it with friends and family. Remember, the bigger the support, the more fun the journey becomes. If you'd like to get in touch with Hila, you can reach out to her at PeacefulEase.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Until next time, be kind to yourself.